The topic today is small PPC engines revisited. At this point, we would like to introduce Flint McLaughlin. Okay, Michael, thank you very much. And um, we're going to uh, get started. I want to just uh, set up a couple things that will help me to uh, monitor the chat that's taking place as you go back and forth. Uh, again, with your technical support issues, you can talk uh, with uh, Michael and he'll be able to help you. I'm joined today by uh, Senior Editor Nick Sporn. Nick is uh, probably quite familiar to all of you and he's an expert in uh, copywriting and web communication and is one of the key men in the journal and uh, did a lot of the research and work on this particular brief in terms of the writing. Aaron Rosenthal is the Director of Channels and is an expert uh, in pay-per-click and is conducting a lot of our research in that area is going to be on the phone also in order to field questions regarding uh, the results that we'll be presenting and to assist us if there's something he thinks uh, might be useful to the uh, conversation. As I think has already been said, we're talking about small pay-per-click engines. Many of you know that two years ago we conducted a study of small pay-per-click engines to find out whether they offered online marketers a profitable opportunity to generate more sales. At that time, our research indicated that these smaller engines could indeed generate significant additional revenue. And uh, today, two years later, and with even more intense bidding for keywords on the major pay-per-click engines, Google, Yahoo, and, and MSN, we, we wondered whether these smaller engines still offered a profitable source of additional traffic and, uh, and income. And it's really quite critical now because, as many of you have experienced, uh, Eventually, the law of diminishing returns begins to catch up with you in your pay-per-click advertising. Either the competition gets more aggressive and thus the bids get more expensive and profitability goes down, or at some point you just buy all the traffic you can afford and it becomes difficult to scale up. So we are constantly looking for other channels and part of that is a matter of studying every new engine that comes on. And I think two years ago, we saw some favorable results when we tested with the smaller engines. Uh, there were several caveats, and there were um, some qualifications based on the research that had been conducted thus far. But uh, today, we're going to revisit that. There are other small engines that have joined the fray. Some have dropped off. And we just want to ask and answer some basic questions, and uh, so this is kind of what we have discovered. In, in order to truly understand what they can and, and cannot achieve, uh, we worked with four different research partners, and um, we tested these engines, Enhance, uh, Miva, which by the way comes you know, it brings results from Findology and ABC Search and Seven Search and Search Feed and Find One Another's Canoodle, Mama, Go Click, AdBright, and Ask. And the partners we tested represent the uh, the following business areas: uh, a home decor site, a specialty job site. Now they're an online retailer, and uh, they represent product mix of 300 plus products it's probably up to 500 now uh, Jimmy Ellis if you're online you can correct me on that as to the precise amount but it's several hundred products they've been online for several years and they've grown uh, dramatically I would say over the last three years 
And so we use them. They're a strong research partner that's enabled us to conduct a lot of experiments and been pretty open about us being able to share results. And I'm grateful for that group. Uh, CEO is a man named David Gorski. A specialty job site, a newspaper site, and a child safety site. By working with multiple engines across a number of different industries, we were able to draw some conclusions and, and be reasonably confident as to their validity. From the outset, we did not expect the same volume of exposure one would expect to receive from Google or Yahoo or MSN, and of course this proved to be true. In addition, there were significant differences in reach between the small engines themselves. As a result, our findings are based principally on percentage differences in conversion and uh, cost per sale. So that's just kind of a note as to the methodology because there are significant differences clearly in the reach and scope of these engines and in and so we thought that a relative ratio would bring us uh, the best type of methodology along with that cost per action uh, or cost per sale. So observation one, conversion rates between the different search engines can vary enormously and I want to talk about that. One of the first questions we wanted to find out was which of the smaller engines deliver the highest conversion rate? As we'll see later, the performance of the engine appears to vary according to the industry or to the company. And um, for the purposes of determining conversion rates, we ran the same text advertisement across all seven engines and used the exact same set of keywords. And one difference between the campaigns, which lay outside of our control, was the minimum bid allowed by each engine. Some of you know that that could cause an instrumentation error or, uh, you know, depending on how you look at validity, that's a critical point. We tried to compensate. Also, we had no control over the number of exposures each ad received. Now, that's very important, as the reach of the various engines varies enormously. But we did collect enough data to put together a comparison of the conversion rates achieved. Bear in mind, again, when you're looking at confidence factors, you know, as many of you know, we teach, in fact, have developed some of the primary methods for online testing. What we're looking here is relative ratios. You can't do a strong confidence factor on a 244 to 2 click-to-sell note with regards to ultimate conversion. But you can learn something. And if you look at this table, for this particular research partner, in the speciality job market, it is clear that the choice of engine has a very significant impact on conversion rates. Now, just take a, take a moment to look at that. There's a lot of confusion about the new engines. I was uh, on a I was interviewed today by the Wall Street Journal on uh, you know one of the internet uh, journalists and experts there on this topic. People are looking for new marketplaces and. Uh, and investors are wondering, you know, where the next Google is at. And I can tell you right now that one of the problems that these small engines have is that uh, in order to really compete today, you have to have a certain scale. And the only way you can achieve that scale is to have certain alliances, and most of those alliances have already been brokered. It gets increasingly difficult to find the kind of partners you need in order to build significant reach. But if you look at this table... We ran the same ad in AdBrite, and all we could get was 29 clicks, whereas in Canoodle we could get 4,000, whereas in Enhance we could get 412. But in Canoodle, for those 4,000 clicks, which we had to pay for, 
we saw a 0.15% conversion rate. On the other hand, for 412 clicks in Enhance, we saw a 3.16% conversion rate. That should make you think right there. That should make you go back and wonder, because some of you may have tried four of these small click engines or small, you know, uh, pay-per-click engines, and two or three, and decided that they just weren't worth the effort. And you might well be right. In fact, you're going to see what our conclusions were after all the studies before we get too much further in here. But I think it's significant to note right now that these engines really um, varied greatly in terms of uh, the performance they gave us. And that performance might be measured both in the amount of clicks they could drive and, uh, of course, in the and the amount of sales that we could derive from those clicks, which is the prime factor for our conversion rate. So that's an issue in itself, and uh, I think it's something that we would ask you to think about. And um, I'm going to look at a few questions before I move on. So uh, let me just – I'm kind of increasing my screen as I've noticed there's some, some longer questions here. Uh, someone mentioned seems like not enough data was co was collected to make a – Conclusion, and, and that's a fair point if we were running confidence intervals on the conversion ratio for each particular engine and coming out with a definitive, hey, you know, go clicks conversion is 244 uh, clicks to two with a solid rate of 0.82%. But I'll let Aaron, uh, you're on the phone, Aaron, you want to take it off mood. I'll let you, you ran the research project. I'll let you address why you, you use this approach, and then I'll talk about it in just a moment. Go ahead, Aaron. Yeah, keep in mind you're also you're you're only seeing one of the uh one of the partners data that you're that you're that's in front of you right now. Uh yeah. there were four different partners that were run. There were many more clicks, many more sales than this uh than what's being shown right here. Yes, and when you get the full report, which we'll release, there'll be more charts and data and tables, etc. Uh right now we're just kind of uh, announcing the the primary findings. But uh, look forward to receiving the report. If you've signed up for this conference, you should receive it. And really, I think what's important here, uh, Aaron can talk about the, the methodology, but what's most important is look at the variance. And overall, that's quite significant. When you look at the amount of clicks, even for the one partner, you're talking over 5,000-plus clicks. And spread evenly, uh, it's amazing to see the difference in even what an engine could drive, what they could scale up with or what they could provide. Let's keep going. All right, so um, the next question we asked ourselves is, and again, working with the same set of test results, will a single pay-per-click engine perform as well for one company as it does uh, for any other? And so we isolated the data from one engine, Enhance.com and compared its performance across four different partners. Now you can see from the earlier chart that Enhance.com had one of the higher conversion ratios, the highest according to that chart. And so now what we did was we populated that engine with four completely different product categories and we tested to see how well it would perform in those categories. And uh, you'll note some of the answers or some of the things that we discovered in this next table. Michael, just show us that table. Look at the spread. Same engine, different product categories. So 
what you want to note again is that there was a major differential between the specialty job site and uh, and the newspaper site or the child safety site. Part of this is because these engines do not have the kind of scale to offer uh, broad traffic in every primary category. More research needs to be done, and we're engaged in it right now as we're studying these. But one of the things that we noted right away is that you got very sporadic performance uh, throughout the engines themselves. And so, and as with so many tests, these results answer one question and then raise more. Could we have any real impact on these figures by testing a variety of different versions of the ad itself? Perhaps it was just the difference in the performance of the ad, because now we're dealing with four different uh, product categories. And uh, is there a best match between a particular type of company and one individual pay-per-click engine? So we began to conduct more research, and we have a third observation that we noticed here, and that is kind of an attempt to answer this question, how does the cost per action vary between the different pay-per-click engines? So we looked at the earlier question, and in this case, we isolated data from a single research partner, the publisher of a very large national newspaper. And our purpose was to compare the final cost per action between the different engines. After all, if if one wants to continue using one of these engines after testing them all, it makes sense only if you can achieve a positive ROI. And again, we ran the same ad across all the different engines. And the amount we spent on each engine was determined both by their reach and their minimum bids. And these are the initial results. Let's just go to that next table. And Aaron, go ahead and explain this table to us if you would. I know you're sure. moving back and forth off mute, but go right ahead. Sure. What you're seeing here are, uh, for this particular partner, the, the clicks, cost, sales, conversion, CPA, uh, from each of the seven engines that we tested over the same period with the same 20 keywords and the same ad running simultaneously on each one of these engines. The, the CPA uh, can only be calculated for those with sales, but what you will see here is that one of the engines, Neva, had a CPA of $66.58. This is much lower than the average CPA that this particular partner achieves in both Google and Overture. If you see, uh, if you look down to what you need to understand, uh, the, 60, the $66.58 CPA is 43.38% uh, lower than what we achieved in Google over the same period and 59.2% lower than Overture. So while $66.58 may sound high or low, depending upon what your, your particular product is, for this merchant, it was decidedly lower than both Google and Overture. Very interesting. Very interesting. So... While we were somewhat disappointed in the overall performance of the campaigns, there were some small successes. And though this test we found or threw out a handful of effective campaigns for these partners, the results were, as mentioned earlier, very sporadic. The results were not consistent to one engine or one particular niche. So what does this mean for you? As with many advertising campaigns, you must test before you actually know. I'm going to talk about that and a few of our recommendations in just a moment. But I think I'll address some of the questions that have come in just uh, during the call. And um, 
And uh, going back to, I'll take one here. Samuel, you've written a couple of questions. What types of products were they selling? Jimmy, I'll let you respond to that. Uh, although you can you can glean that somewhat from the uh, from the nature of the companies that we've laid out. Um, Jimmy, go ahead. Jimmy Ellis, by the way. Let me see. Flint, I could take that. Uh, okay, go ahead. Jimmy's uh, having trouble uh, getting off mute. Go ahead. Sure. The the products that each one of the uh, partners is selling a different product. The uh, the newspaper is selling a newspaper subscription, uh, digital subscription. The child safety site is also selling a subscription product. The 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 home decor site was selling a barrage of uh, of different uh, outdoor garden decor, um, and the final uh, the final site. I'm sorry. The uh, the child safety site, newspaper site, specialty job site, and the home decor the site. Specialty job site. Thank you, Flint. Uh, the specialty job site was uh, was uh, selling a. A, uh, a job listing or a job posting service that was uh, that was that had both a free and a paid service for both uh, people looking to post jobs and people looking uh, to find jobs. Okay. All right. One of the things, uh, you know, as, as the questions are coming in, um, l let me address some of those in particular. I'm trying to select those that might help the most members of the audience, and that's why you. See us moving through these. Um, uh, someone asked, "Is a conversion a sale after visiting the site?" And I, I believe the answer to that is yes. Uh, that's what we're referring to here. Um, there's some questions about Yahoo and Google that we may touch, and there's some advanced questions about: uh, Did you take advantage of day parting, behavioral or contextual targeting, or geo-targeting? That's from Comma. Uh, I think I can let Aaron address that. I, we certainly do in in the engines that allow us to do so. Aaron, do you want to comment on that with re regards to this test and these engines? Yeah, for the purposes of this test, we uh, we stayed away from those options that uh, were limited to just a few of the engines. We wanted to be as fair to particular engines as possible. So uh, while there's some advanced uh, some advanced features in some of the engines, they aren't in all of the engines. And therefore, for the purposes of this test, that's why we stayed with the single ad copy across all engines and uh, why we stayed with uh, the same set of keywords and the, and the same period. Uh, the only thing that we had some uh, control issues with was uh, were the uh, cost per click. Since, uh, since some of the engines have different minimums and uh, you needed to bid certain amounts to, to, achieve, to achieve good volume, that uh, that was the one thing that we couldn't control. Good, good. And uh, somebody's asking about the MSN pay-per-click engine. That wasn't part of this test. You want to tell them why, Aaron, and what your thoughts are on your research thus far with MSN? Well, again, this this particular uh, this particular test was uh, was controlled to the the small search engines. We didn't group MSN with in that group as they have about a 10% control over the uh, global search market. But we did recently release a uh, snapshot on uh, comparing recent performance of uh, the MSN search engine to 
to Yahoo search marketing. So if, if you'd like, you can, this particular person or anybody would, would like to email us, we can get you a copy of that snapshot, which was published on some other, uh, uh, I believe some Know This and a few other publications. Aaron, do you have any idea, and Nick, feel free to jump in on this also at any point. Do you have any idea, people are asking a good question regarding the job site, uh, just based on anecdotal feel or intuition or any hard data if you have it, but do you have any sense as to why the job site uh, did so much better in terms of conversion in uh, in Enhance? Yeah, the uh, the job site offered, a as, as to Enhance over the others, um, what you need to realize is all these, every one of these small search engines uh, build their traffic, build their uh, build their users uh, using different using different means. One thing that Enhance and GoClick both do is they're owned by a company that owns a very large domain portfolio. Some of these domains have what's called type-in traffic or direct navigation traffic. Some of uh, some of these domains they actually use to uh, point at Enhance or GoClick. The company's called Merchex. The uh, so some of their some of their traffic is derived from these domains. Other these traffic other traffic is derived from particular partners. Really, with the small search engines, what we found is it's hit or miss with particular uh, with particular merchants. If, Aaron, did you find that one of these seven was more difficult to actually get your products in than the other, or one was easier than the others? Which of these did you find the easiest to work with, or were they about the same? No, I think on on some levels they're they're all about the same. They're all looking for advertisers. That's that's what they're looking for. They're, they're looking for one. Uh, partners to drive them traffic and two uh, advertisers to buy the traffic. So uh, none of them were particularly hard or easy to work with. However, uh, I would say that comparing them to the larger search engines, if you're a small, if you're a small advertiser or a publisher looking for advertising, you uh, you're much you're much more likely to get a person on the other end uh, working with one of these small engines than you would. Say if you needed to talk to somebody at Google or Overture, and you were small, a smaller individual or a smaller publisher. Okay, um, Clint, I have a Nick. I have a question for Aaron. Yes, yes. Um, and, I, and I'm trying to think of a scientific <laughs> way to put this. Aaron, maybe you mentioned a little bit about the source of the traffic, and, and here's my unscientific observation: is, is that I've got a sense over the years, is in addition to looking at this data, that the traffic that one gets through a lot of the small engines, a lot of the time, is is just totally unqualified. That there's real, there's a very poor quality to the traffic. And, and I don't know enough about it, but it connects with what you were just saying. I have, I have a sense that that is because of where it comes. Speak just a little louder, Nick. Someone having trouble hearing you. Okay. okay. Keep going. Did, did you get that, Aaron? Yes. That, that, I'm getting did. a sense that I, I, I'm, I'm trying to not to to be too rude about these engines, but but I get a sense that the quality, the that the people who who click on these ads, that they're, they're just not good. Prospects. They're not qualified prospects, and they're coming from very weird places, and and maybe from places where they they're not quite sure what they did even. Well, there's a couple. Am I, am I right? Yeah, you, you are to some extent. There's a uh, excuse me. 
there's a there's a few things that work here. One is uh, because these these small search engines are so uh, are looking for new partners and new people to drive them traffic at, at such a rapid pace. They are uh, they are sometimes they do sometimes allow people into the networks that are driving unqualified traffic. Uh, people that are you know have <clears throat> gateway pages, spam pages that are getting getting people into uh, those particular networks that that would not be qualified. Now uh, the other thing, the other side of that equation to look at is well, you're paying a lot less per click, so maybe you are getting. 50% of your traffic or 75% of your traffic or maybe 25% of your traffic that is a lot less, <clears throat> excuse me, that is a lot uh, lower quality traffic than a Google or an Overture or an MSN. But Let me go ahead. No, go ahead. no, I'm just going to say, but you are getting a certain amount of traffic that is uh, of that high quality as we're seeing in these sales. Okay, I've, I've got one follow-up question if I may. Nick, um, go ahead. I want to move to some of the material and go back to questions in a moment, but let me go ahead and let you do that, ask okay. that last one. Well, it's just a quickie, and it's kind of related. Aaron, you know how we, when we did these tests, we wanted to compare apples with apples. Um, so some of these engines offer a contextual service so that, so that your ads are not served up within search results but are served up on content pages. Just in the same way as with Google, you know, with, with AdWords, you can choose search or, or contextual ads. I, I have a sense that if we'd, if we'd done the opposite, if all of the seven engines had offered the contextual option and we'd run all these tests through contextual ads rather than search page results ads, we, we might have seen some better results here, I think. Did you agree? Well, there are a, a few of the engines that, that do have these sort of premium partners that appear in the contextual, <clears throat> the contextual results. Uh, a lot of uh, Canoodles ads are with uh, USA Today, Wall Street Journal. They have some premium, <clears throat> excuse me, premium partners that that, uh, <clears throat> that are syndicating their their particular ads. So yes, to some extent. Some of the quality could have been higher. It's just a, a test for a later time. Right. Yeah, Aaron is, uh, for those of you that hear him struggling to speak a bit, he's, he's got a bad cold, and he warned me before this call. So rest your voice a bit, Aaron. I'm going to come back with some questions. Nick, if you could work with someone here to post a link to where they can see the snapshot for the MSA, and a lot of people are asking about that. Those snapshots appear in other publications. They're just brief. They're just kind of uh, summaries of, of Research projects. Sorry, which and snapshot is that? The snapshot on MSN. We did a research snapshot on MSN. Okay. Just verify that with uh, Aaron. It was I thought it was you that said that, but you're Aaron, and uh, we want to get him a link to that. In the meantime, let's go on to the next slide, and let me talk to you about some things connected to this. So, in the last brief from March of 2004, we found that the smaller engines at the same time, at that time, provided some reasonable and sometimes a profitable way in which to increase sales and revenues. But now, in spite of higher bidding on the major pay-per-click engines, it appears that their smaller competitors are falling, to, are failing to capitalize on the opportunity and really are having a hard time breaking in 
they're just not offering the exposure of sufficient quality to run profitable campaigns. Now, that's a generalization, and that's why you need to test, because there could be one or two of these engines that is very profitable for you. And um, and uh, someone's asked, which one of these would you recommend for advertising in an antiquarian bookstore? And I might have Aaron send you a note on that privately, but I'll tell you, the only way you'll know for sure is to actually uh, run the test. And uh, you can do it reasonably enough without spending a lot of money to find out some good answers. And here's kind of how we would recommend that. Go on to the next page, if you would, uh, Mike, and let's just talk about a few recommendations. Approach your campaigns on the smaller pay-per-click engines with, with caution. Test your ads across all the engines, same ads. Determine whether any one of them can give you a positive ROI. If one or more of the engines comes close to meeting this criterion, test different ads and see if you can increase your click-through and reduce your cost per action. Even if you do isolate one or more engines which can deliver a positive follow-up, make sure that you have a sufficient reach. If you're achieving only a handful of sales per month, the profits earned may not even cover the cost of the time you spent setting up, testing, and managing the campaign. I think there are breakthroughs still ahead on the Internet. We are still in a in the initial stages of an industry, and right now it's virtually a monopoly when it comes to pay-per-click. And we've got to see new opportunities open up so that we can access more and more of the audience, uh, both here and uh, and internationally. And uh, one of the keys is just to continue to test. Something else you should know about, this is not in my prepared notes. I am uh, giving it a commercial, but I haven't thought of it until just now. And this report and this experiment was designed before we... Uh, you know, knew that we were going to speaking to this, but we also offer a certification program in just doing search right. You find that on the site. If there's a link somewhere to it, somebody can type it into a screen or a window or a chat. Uh, but in that, we get into extensive detail as to how we set these up. We've tested over a million search terms in these engines, and there's a, there's some things that. We learn just best practice from research as opposed to just experience. It's really the combination of rigorous experimentation and, and experience, and you may want to check that out. Uh, but, I, I, but let me move on because I, I don't, I'm not trying to make that the emphasis of this call. We've got more questions, and if you'll keep tapping them in, I'm listening to them, um, and I'm going to ask some of them. Uh, hopefully, Aaron, you'll be able to, to – to answer this, which small search engines provide tools that report number of searches by keyword? And has research been conducted to determine if those traffic figures correlate with industry brains? Aaron, you want to you want to comment on that? Yeah, um, I, I believe what you're getting at are uh, do the search engines <clears throat> give you stats on how many, how much search volume? there is on a particular keyword and how that compares with Google or Yahoo's search volume. Um, and to answer your question, what we've seen are, for the most part, the, the volume is much lower, but there are a few uh, anomalies. Sometimes you'll, you'll, uh, you'll end up on an engine and wonder, uh, where the heck is this coming from? I'm buying this term where I'm only, buying, where I'm only getting 100 or so clicks in Google and overture per week and I'm getting a thousand on this small search engine. Um, that is where solid tracking and metrics really come into play. Um, one thing that somebody else asked that we did not address in this particular study was uh, was 
the click fraud potential. Uh, with, <clears throat> with Google and Overture, they've spent a great deal of money on trying to protect advertisers from click fraud. Uh, these smaller search engines, however, have not invested the time or resources, nor, nor do some of them maintain their focus. So uh, certainly having strong metrics is, uh, is something that we recommend when, when testing these uh, small search engines, and I hope that answers your question. Yes, that's good, Eric, or Aaron. All right, um, well, I, these are the engines. I'd like to ask you to do this. If there are other engines or channels that you'd like to see us conducting research in, why don't you send over your notes either in the chat feature or probably using the question and answer. Some of you have also weighed in with your own experience. We want you to help participate more or less in, in the community of online uh, testers that have been developing around the MEC site. So soon we'll be launching a forum where you can, uh, you know, talk about these things freely. And one of the one of our readers just now and uh, one of the people standing by, uh, Wes, I'll use your last name, Wes Weber, says that in his experience the contextual ads in these smaller engines have converted poorly. And you may find that uh, you may find that interesting. And so um, I think what we'll do now is just take probably one more, one or two more questions. Uh, but let me, yeah, one or two more questions. And uh, and uh, but first, I want to show you a tool that might help you. So look at the tool. You may want to download it right now. I'll let uh, Aaron explain the tool. This is a, a max bit analysis that you can use. It's a it's a spreadsheet tool that we've developed and that we use when we're comparing the engines. And uh, feel free to pass it around and use it. Just please uh, keep it attached to our, our name. And I'll let Aaron go ahead and, and, and uh, explain the tool. Uh, some of you may want to go ahead and download it. It would be great if you could put it right into the somewhere where they could click on the link. Michael, have you got a way to do that? There it is. It's and uh, for those of you that can't, it's just MECLab.com. Okay. I'll put it up there where they can get it real quick. Mike is going to you, – you may want to type it into your browser, but Mike is also going to make it clickable for you here in just a few moments. And uh, with that, you should be able to um, to go there and look at the tool itself. While he's doing that, let me just take any, uh, any more questions. Um, Aaron, is there any way you would say – if you had to just pick one to two of these engines to start a campaign test with, is there anyone you could say you would start with first? Well, ultimately, I'd start with uh, with Miva. They have a uh, – <clears throat> they're the old find what. They have mm -hmm. also a relationship with a lot of other small search engines. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> so getting syndicated in Miva will also get you syndicated in all these other small search engines. Okay, that's good. Also, uh, before we stop, uh, I have another question, but Mike, is that clickable now? Because I still don't see it clickable. Um, it's not going to be able to be clickable in the actual screen. I did put it in the chat. If you want to just copy and paste it from the chat into your browser, you should be able to get it just fine. All right, so anybody that's got their chat window open should be able to see it. Um, just copy and paste it into your browser. I see it up above there, and uh, it should take you to the tool. Uh, Aaron's going to explain the tool. Some of you already downloaded it and want to get it open. Please feel free to do that. Uh, but, Aaron, if I could, uh, right now, let's talk just for a moment about a protocol. I know we. I typically start my test in Google and then move to Overture. 
what would you, how would you order a protocol, even moving to the lesser engines like MSN? You know, take us an order through the first five engines you would probably start your test in, Aaron. Sure. Google and Overture would definitely be tops on the list. Um, then MSN. A lot of uh, a lot of merchants have yet to migrate to MSN, and uh, what we're seeing are you can still get very very solid conversion and uh, uh, much lower clicks much lower uh, cost per click than, than what we were seeing when uh, MSN was syndicated through Yahoo Search Network. Once you uh, move on to the small uh, search engines, I would, again, proceed with uh, Miva most likely first, uh, perhaps Canoodle with their content uh, network that, that does have some strong advertisers uh, who are involved in their content network. Then perhaps uh, Enhance or, uh, or GoClick. Um, some of the others have very low traffic, but Enhance or, uh, or GoClick offer one penny and even three cent minimum uh, cost per click. And, and uh, as you've seen with some of the research here, uh, you can get, uh, you can find certain search terms that, that, that do have a uh, strong traffic and, uh, and will convert. So, as as with all the uh, small engines, the and, and even the large engines as well, it's 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 always important to test each one of these engines. Each each advertiser are different. There are no uh, there is no set guideline for what who what or who is going to work and who isn't. All right. Well, let's go on for a second and um, um, and let's and let's talk about the tool. Tell us, explain what the tool does, if you would, please. Sure. Uh, the tool, and I'm actually having a hard time getting it uh, downloaded over here, but uh, the tool itself uh, is 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 very is a simple uh, is a simple equation that that allows you to punch in your conversion rate and also uh, your uh, uh, your your cost per click. Or well, it tells you the maximum uh, bid that you're allowed or maximum bid that you can convert. Given your margin and your uh, your cost per click, your margin, your price, and your cost per click. Excellent, excellent. All right, so you can use that as a tool. Perhaps that will help you. And uh, somebody just asked a question: Is that it, it says in looking at my logs, I see that some of my natural. This is from Beth. Some of my natural clicks come from these search engines. Is there any correlation between getting natural clicks on a search engine and PPC for that engine? Uh, uh, and, and getting better conversion. Is that question clear to you, Aaron? Uh, I'm not sure I understand what you're asking, Beth, but uh, these these engines are search engines, and they do send some, some uh, uh, many of them do have a, a natural, uh, have natural traffic as well as paid. Okay. Okay. So she's just saying, is there a direct correlation? I'll let you, I'll let you uh, contact her directly with answers to that, but is there a direct correlation between the traffic you're seeing in your search log and the the possibility of it working well for you in pay-per-click? I, Aaron, I'm going to go ahead and answer that. I think your search log might tell you whether or not there's scalable traffic in that particular category. But as to what it will, how it will perform, you need to run a test. If you're getting a lot of traffic from one of these smaller engines, uh, then the only way you'll know for sure whether or not that natural traffic is actually likely valuable from a pay-per-click standpoint would be to see if, it, if it's possible for you to trace it, that traffic all the way through to the conversion on your own site to other sales. If clearly a small engine is sending a lot of traffic and, it's, and, and those people are buying products from you, 
then uh, pay-per-click might be very attractive. Uh, but in general, uh, you may be getting a lot of traffic that doesn't convert, or uh, you know, at which at which point, if you were to use the engine, what you would do is have an expensive click bill and not a lot of sales. I think it's a good indicator. If I if I were to see a spike from one of those engines, I'd go in and check it out thoroughly. All right, I want to thank everyone. We're working on some research. I guess most of you know there's a series of projects we're doing on video right now. We're testing conversion using video on a page to enhance an offer page and using the same offer page without the video and testing the correlation or the conversion ratio. We're, we're, we were, we're designing a test right now that tests that is an offer page consisting primarily of video with very little copy except to get you to sign up. And we're testing it against a solid long copy page that is already a producer. We're testing the use of video in viral campaign and spreading traffic. In one of our tests last week, uh, two interns on a tabletop and a camera shot what must be not more than 10 seconds, placed it in YouTube and set it up properly, and we, uh, you know, we drove 30,000 uniques with it in a single day, its first day. We're learning and testing constantly how to use video, and we're going to be talking to you more about that in upcoming journal issues. Also, we're looking very hard at a, at a journal issue. We just did an experiment with a major online publisher, bookseller. You'd know who they are. I can't tell you their name, but the net result is that a certain change to their conversion path resulted in 138% more conversion improvement, and that, would, that, that test has just been concluded. And we're building a report around how to use your testing capacity and how to maximize it. And some of you who want to test are having a lot of problems with uh, the mechanics, the, ta the tactical side of getting changes to your site done or getting the test set up and designed. We want to talk about some things we learned in the actual process of setting that up. So those are upcoming uh, topics that we'll be addressing. Please feel free to email us or let us know what your thoughts are on some more of these. Any of your technical questions here, we're trying to answer. People are standing by and should be answering some of those directly. And then, uh, by the same token, some of you that have asked questions that we couldn't get through here, we'll try to contact by email. Sometimes, and today is a good example, we're overwhelmed with the amount of questions. So we're working through those that we think would be most relevant to everyone else. If you have good testing ideas, send those to us also. And please know we're grateful for your trust. And uh, uh, before you leave chat with us or send us a note let us know if this has been helpful we thank you and we look forward to talking with you in about two weeks